Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 683, recorded live on May 8th, 2021. And here are your hosts, the man who may or may not be drinking a spin drift right now, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who right now is definitely drinking one, Andy Lohai. I'm, I am so glad that I got you to start drinking spin drift. I'm drinking Just, it to basically use it up. Yeah, really? Well, because the, the price versus the other stuff... It's so much more expensive. Yes. So I saw a variety pack at Costco. Yeah. Costco has it for like 50 cents a can. Yeah. But it's a variety pack, and I'm not a fan of... <laughs> I'm a fan of the grapefruit. Yeah. The grapefruit one's pretty good. Yes. The strawberry one is is a good mixer. Oh, that's... It is not like good on its own. Strawberry lime or something? Or raspberry lime? or I saw that one. The, the one that I think I've settled on, I like the lemon. Because it's basically like a sugar-free lemonade. Yes. The grapefruit is pretty good because it's like... It actually tastes like grapefruit. Although, uh, you know, be cautious with that one because it does have grapefruit in it. And if you're taking certain medications, you shouldn't be eating grapefruit. Um, and the half lemon, half iced tea. Yeah, the raspberry, yeah, raspberry lime. That one, I just... I do not get that flavor. Like, no, I don't understand. I, 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 I haven't get tried it, it, but I don't understand that flavor. Well, it, that was a third of the variety pack. Oh. What else was... So there was grapefruit, there was raspberry lime, what else? Uh, and lemon. And lemon. Yeah. So two, two out of three. Yeah. Okay. But... I, I told you I got the, the crystallized grapefruit stuff, right? Maybe. I found these little packets of basically dried grapefruit. Okay. And so... Dried pulverized grapefruit? Yes. Okay. So my idea, as I'm going to try it out, is... Mixing it with water. Yeah. And making your own grapefruit seltzer water. Yes. Where instead of 50 cents a can, it's like 50 cents for a two liter bottle. Pretty much. Let's see, how how much was that pack of those things? Hold on. Did I order that under my account or Kate's account? <clears throat> oh, two-step verification. Yes. Two-step verification. Where is Amazon on this list of 12 of these things? Oh, there it is. There we go. Orders. 32 packs of these. Yeah. $5. Okay. So I'm putting, like, each of those into one of the, uh, like, the Costco 16-ounce so waters. It's 15 cents per thing. Yeah. 16 cents per thing. Is that so, right? That can't be right. 16 times 32 is, yeah, 500. Okay, so 16 cents a pack. Yep. And that's the 32-count pack. That was my test pack. If I really wanted right. to. It's even cheaper. I could buy the 500-count for, um... $25. Okay. Which is, it's, it's, it looks, it's about the, the case is about the size of one of those things that five, you know, the ream of paper comes in. Right. That's five cents a pack. Yep. But that's if you like it. Yes. So, but I'm using up all the spindrift first. Right. And then Kate tells me I have a, a drinking problem, which is, okay. I, okay. I, I need to actually drink the booze that I have here. Oh, you have a lot of booze, but you haven't had any to drink, because yes. why would you drink booze? It's not like you've been doing social events. 
Yeah. And you're not a, a you you don't drink booze by yourself. True. At least so, not often, no. I presume. Yes. Because yeah. you don't actually have a drinking problem. No. I t- but I need to Kate says he keeps purchasing cider but deciding uh but not drinking it. And so to me, that doesn't sound like you have a drinking problem. It sounds like you have a purchasing problem. Well, they, they you know, you I'm I'm always one to try like, you know, little one-offs and odd things. Mhm. Cause it was uh, it was after one of the company Christmas parties. We went out afterwards, and of course, you know the one of the VPs was buying. So of course, you know, got to order something. And I had this habanero cider, and that was just damn good. And I have not been able to find it ever since. <laughs> You're nuts! Oh man, that was it. Had the cider, and then it the the kick wasn't until the very end. And then it kicked in, and you're just like, oh. Yeah, you're nuts. Feel it. So, yes, once I start, you know, clearing out the space in the basement, (laughs) then we'll be good. Okay. So, yes, look for a future random review on that at some point. (laughs) On various ciders? Uh, Sure. I was going to say on the grapefruit crystals, but. Oh, that too. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. You're like 16 cents worth of grapefruit yes so that covers the food part of our topics oh but does it does it really i don't know do we actually have food topics on here i was looking i don't i I, I put any no but we could probably find something (laughs) i don't Uh, know it's late yes that could lead us into a topic oh cool because researchers at brigham young university conducted a study to see how much um, features like uh, Night Shift and what's the Android version called? Night Light and Flux and all that stuff. Uh, oh, the, the blue screen, blue light filters. Yes, blue light filters. Thank you. Yeah. Um, they did a study with 167 young adults, which my guess means BYU students. Students, yeah. Uh, participants were randomly assigned three conditions regarding iPhone use before bed. Yeah. One let me group- guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Hang on. Let me guess. Can okay. I guess? Sure. I haven't looked at this article. I haven't opened. I, I opened it, but I closed my eyes before it loaded because I didn't want to see. So I'm going to guess using this stuff in the study, they found no impact. Pretty much. <laughs> Now, I'm also going to guess. Yes? Because I haven't haven't read the study. I haven't looked at it. I should. I just want to posit this. Maybe, you know, color some opinions before people open it up. Um, They did not examine things like headaches and eye strain. And I'm going to guess that they were not rigorous in that making sure that it was all sources of light were shifted. Do you want me to have to read this study? Because I, do, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't really want to. No, no. I mean, I'm I'm looking through the article now, and the study looks like it was uh, specifically about sleep quality. There were three groups uh, used who nobody people who didn't use their phone at all, people who used the phone but with night shift on, and people who used it with night shift off. Yeah, <clears throat> no difference between the two phone groups. Yes. Studying However, Korea. the people who who didn't use the phone, I, again, like I don't have the actual side, but people who don't use the phone probably slept best. Yes, 
there was a uh, slight improvement in sleep quality for those who did not use the phone at all for individuals who slept more than 6.8 hours per night. Mm-hmm. But for those who slept less than 6.8 hours per night, there was no difference between those who used smartphones and those who didn't. Yay, that's me! <laughs> they, uh, their thought is, their hypothesis is that uh, when you are super tired, you fall asleep no matter what you did just before bed. <laughs> yep. Sounds sounds about right. Having, you know, accidentally Been sung there. myself to sleep while singing to Isaac. Oh, no. <laughs> Andy. Maybe we shouldn't be recording at 11.45 p.m. your time. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in that, like, that gray zone where it could, I could go full loopy. That's not a good thing, Andy. <laughs> Like, it's really not. Yes. So, yeah. So, if you if you get more than six hours per night, um, then there is there is an improvement for not okay, using your phone Okay, but for those of us bed. who, like, fall asleep watching videos, it, it, it doesn't really change. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've definitely been in my chair at my computer, and, like, I'll turn on a YouTube video, and then I realize that it's over, and that I slept through part of it. Uh, I've also fallen asleep playing Diablo. <laughs> It's, it's like, of all the games, like, Factorio, I've fallen asleep during that. Diablo, I have fallen asleep during that. Have, have you had anybody in any of your WoW raids fall asleep during the raid? I uh, don't believe so. <laughs> we, we had but our... That's usually because, like, when we were doing serious raiding, I would, like, nap before the raid. Oh, no, we... <laughs> There was a couple of times during the the WoW raids where we had people fall asleep during the middle of the raid. Oh, no. I, I've definitely had people, like, that I felt like they had fallen asleep during the raid because they oh, wouldn't yeah. move out of the fire. Yeah. How hard is it to not stand in the glowing spot? Or that time when I forgot to bring the right animal with me. Oh man, as a hunter, they must have laughed you out of the raid. Oh, that that was the the, the main hunter had they to leave. They must have been pissed. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, okay, time, you know, Andy, you're you're the backup. Pull, you know, pull this guy, and I pull out my bear, and they're just like, what the, what are you what doing? What the hell are you doing, man? <laughs> like, shoot! Ah ha ha! I forgot my silver bullet back in the freaking thing. I don't know what was it was it was it a stable back then? I don't know. I didn't play a goddamn hunter. I, that was your thing. Yeah. God, man. After they nerfed the wolves of Arath- of Arathi Valley. Do you remember where you kept all your pets? Was it like a stable or a pen or? Oh, they did have a stable at one point. You had to go back to it, and it was annoying. So they got rid of that. Okay. But it, it, there was a stable. Yeah, I think so. So when Andy played, there was, yeah, it was probably a stable. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> then we had to, you know, make sure we had enough ammunition on hand. Oh, kids these days. When you, you had to bring all of your arrows with you? Mm-hmm. And you had to, you know, you had to find the guy who would sell you the, you know, the good stuff. Did they ever have it where you made your own arrows? I thought that was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing, but 
most hunters didn't prof- uh, do their profession in blacksmithing because, you know, why, why would arrows you? Arrows were a blacksmithing thing? I think arrows were blacksmithing. I thought it was just a thing that hunters got. I'm going to try and look this up, but I have a feeling it's oh, going to be... Oh, man, good luck. You'd be better off looking up a, like, vanilla classic WoW server Yep, December, and signing up. December 2010, ammunition is removed from Cataclysm. It took them all the way to Cataclysm? Yep. Wow. It was I remember... To, oh, my God, it was so long ago. It was supposed to be in patch 3.1, which was supposed to be um, uh, Wrath of the Lich King. In preparation for Kata. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Galaxy far, far away. Yeah, okay, here it is. You could get the thorium-headed arrows. Um, but you had to mine thorium. If one can overcome the expense of crafting thorium shells to trade for them, um, these arrows are quite useful until uh, when wicked arrows become available. Okay. <clears throat> oh, wicked arrows you could actually buy directly. Really? You could buy those directly? Andy. 26 DPS. Andy, this way lies madness. Turn back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there it is. Okay. Yeah, you had to get it uh, crafted by engineers with the 310 skill to get the really good stuff. Oh, right. Engineers made it. I forgot engineering was a skill. That's what it was. Yeah. Most people went with arrows. Because you could buy the stuff there, but if you if you had a good gun, like I did, um, you needed bullets. You needed bullets, <laughs> and the engineers would yeah. And no one took up engineering because it was worthless. Yep, that's why you just bought them straight off the auction house. Yep. Oh man, that's bringing back <laughs> slightly PTSD stuff. You, you doing okay there? Doing yep. okay there, bud? Yep, yep, yep. Do you, Do you need something? Um, another topic. LFG AQ forty. LFG uh, Blackrock Spire, upper or lower? Yep. <sighs> was it UBRS? Ubers. It was Ubers. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I forgot about Ubers. Or um, what was BRM? Right, Blackrock Mountain was the yep. iron, the the dark iron dwarves. Yep. Skullamance. That was a huge dungeon. Skullamance was big too, yeah. but like Blackrock Spire was huge. I, what's funny is I never actually did the dungeon correctly because the first one? time I went was with somebody who knew all the shortcuts for Blackrock Mountain. Yeah, for Blackrock Mountain. So it's like, okay, you did here. All right, you got to go here, and then we're gonna drop down here. Make you're sure like, okay, you're full we're, health. We're gonna run through here. Don't attack anything. Yep. Stay along the wall go over here. here. And then we're going to drop down this wall. What? Don't worry. Just make it, make sure you're full health because it's going to hurt. Yep. Yeah, that, that was the thing is, yeah, heal up first. <laughs> the only, had... I mean, at, at some point, the only reason to go there was to attune to Molten Core. And then they turned off the, like, you need to attune to the dungeons. Man, the Hunter oh, Epic man. Quest. Oh, man. Those were so long ago. You know what wasn't long ago? Uh, SN15? Yes. It has landed. SN15 was not long ago. Did you hear they're talking about launching it again? Okay, how does that work, though? Because the FAA approved 15, 16, and 17 for flight already. Yeah, so they'll get it reapproved. 
true. You're like, look, it, it flew once. They're like, we want to see if it'll fly again. Where is it currently at? Did they did they take it off the landing pad? I don't know if it's off the pad yet. I know they've been doing recovery for like two or three days, but I don't know if it's actually off the pad. Who's the guy that's down there? Uh, SN15 got moved. SN16 is now, uh, moves in the high bay. Okay. But it's still in the high bay. Yes. Oh! Oh, ouch! What? SN15's legs. Oh, my God. Well, they, that's, Have you seen the, yeah. the pictures of the legs? Yeah. Do you, do you notice the thing with the holes? Yeah. That the legs are, like, totally deformed now? Yeah, but d- d- the circles, though. What about the circles? They're, they're decrease in size as it goes up the leg. Yeah. So they were designed to crumple. That's not good when you want to do them multiple times. Well, yeah, but if you look, they're just bolted on. Oh, uh, sure enough. So you suspend the whole thing, take them off, and put new ones on. Yep. But, like, that, that doesn't lead to rapid turnaround. No, that's, but if you're doing just test flights, yeah. sacri- sacrifice the legs to save everything else. Makes sense. Here's a really good picture of it. Oh, uh, do you have them when they're actually, bit after they've been removed? Nope. I have them while they're still sitting there with Starship on them. All right, hold on. Let me, how do I share? Share this video. Start at current location. Copy that. Send it to Dave. Share a video. Yes. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, they they <laughs> they're just sitting there. Yeah, they they already lift. You know, they lifted it up with the crane, removed the legs. Bing, bang, boom. Yep. Um, SN fifteen landing pad, cryo shell. SN twenty. Okay. So SN fifteen is on the center of the landing pad. Is the last thing I see. Okay. I don't think it's actually been removed from the pad yet. Nope, it's still out there. At Lab Padre, that's who it was. I was like, there's a guy out there who's got literally just... Cameras. He just, cameras, he just sets Cameras and, and cameras and cameras. And he just runs it 24-7. Yeah. If you ever want to see what SpaceX is doing at Boca Chica, Lab Padre's YouTube channel is just like 15 different types of cameras. Yep. But it was a success! Yes. Yes, it It went was. up, it came down, it belly flopped, it landed... It did all the things, and no one saw because there was a very low cloud cover. It's a very low cloud cover, and the um, the telemetry back from SpaceX the, from SpaceX was spotty, and so SpaceX has it set up that you know data telemetry is quality of service priority one. Yeah. Video is video is is less. <laughs> yeah, but supposedly all their video stuff there has local backups on the starship itself so eventually we'll get the better stuff yeah in theory eventually they could release a video of everything they i so here's the thing i'm gonna give the landing an eight out of ten because there's still there was stuff still on fire after it landed it was still on fire when it landed it did land which is awesome right SN 8, 9, 10, and 11, like 0 out of 10 on their landing. A lot of other stuff they did great. Their landing, they did not. Um, I mean, SN 10 landed. 
Okay, so 10 got more than a, a zero, because 10 landed and then exploded. <laughs> so it got like a three. Um, SN15 landed and caught fire, but did not explode. Yes. But like, guys, you got to fix that. Uh, you, you can't just like, you can't let it catch fire. Nope. There's, there's more to do. <sighs> oh, speaking of that, as we, as we are actually uh, recording right now, Elon Musk is actually on Saturday <laughs> Night Live. Oh, cool. Good for him. Yes. So we'll, I'll, I'll read about it tomorrow. Wonder how he's bombing on that. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, because he's he's not. So you th- so fifteen still out on the landing pad. Yeah, sixteen got moved in the high bay, but is staying in the high bay. The the uh, cranes they have not started moving sixteen out yet. Yeah, no, the cranes, according to this live video, are still out at the landing pad as well. Okay, so maybe maybe they do that. Maybe they just <laughs> well, fifteen's already out here. No. What? They're going to want to do some stuff with 15 first before they fly it a second time. Yeah, no. My thought would be, yeah, they just, they, they, tear, it up, they tear it apart. Go, okay, this one survived. Why did it survive? <laughs> what about it made it special? Yeah. No, I, I don't think that's going to be the case. Well, we'll just have to see. And until then, everything else is just kind of on hold. It's like, okay, this one worked. Now what? Yep. Like, now we got to figure out the rest of it. And they're still or, uh, building the orbital launch platform, too. So until that one's built, can't go orbital yet. That's fine. Did we hear anything more about the um, lunar spaceflight thing? Oh, the uh, the Boeing and um, oh, those Origin. other guys. Yeah, Boeing and, like, Blue Origin who sued. Yeah. No, like I said, it's going to be what a fair comparison. What it's 180 days at least. Oh my god, is it? It's something ridiculous. I think we went over there. Yeah, we did. HLS protest. I kind of paid attention. (laughs) A timeline for bid protest process: day one to day 30. Uh, Day 30 is the deadline for the agency to file its report on the protest. So they have up to 30 days to respond. NASA has 30 days to respond. Or sorry, no, not NASA. The GAO. The GAO. Oh, because it's a government contract. Yes. So GAO what has... What are they going to respond with? Like, well, SpaceX has a like actual path to the thing that they're talking about, and the technology doesn't, you know, isn't theoretical. Well, they're going to... Meanwhile, gonna... like, Dynatech or whatever the, the other one is, like, the, the mass of the ship was more in their, like, plan yes. than what they can actually fly yes like (laughs) yeah yeah they're gonna go with spacex okay so yeah so 30 days for the government to respond 10 days after that is when uh that's the deadline for the protesters to file the comments on the report and then day 40 to day 100 is the uh day 100 is the deadline for the gao to issue its decision so we have 100 days and let's see, when did Blue Origin, Blue Origin announced it on the 26th of April? So let's see, April 26th, April 26th, 2021, add 
100 days. Wednesday, August 4th. That is the hard... We're going we're gonna to know something by August <laughs> August 4th. So there you go. That That's okay. when we'll know something. That's, that's not too bad. No. Four months? Three months? Three months. That's not three bad. months, yep. Uh, so SN15 launched. Yes. It was very impressive, except no one could see it. How about this um, Long March rocket? Well, is is it still up there, or has it come down by now? It's coming down. It's uh, somewhere over the Maldives in the Indian Ocean, and there's like lots of videos of it in the atmosphere now. Long March 5B crashes near the Maldives, so the debris is down. Okay. Landed in the Indian Ocean. Yay! <laughs> Spacetrack.org posted, everyone else following the re-entry can relax. The rocket is down. You can see all the relevant information and updates here on Twitter slash Facebook, so there is no need to keep visiting the Spacetrack.org website. <laughs> Everybody stop it. Stop uh, crashing our page. I just went to Spacetrack.org and I got Welcome to Engine X, <laughs> which is the website like server software. Uh... <laughs> Their poor site must be getting trashed right about now. Mm-hmm. Ooh, excuse me. So there we go. There's our answer. It's down. Yay. Yay. Do better next time, China. Please, like, mm-hmm. don't just leave it. Don't. I, yeah. Um. Okay. What else we got to talk about? I'm sure there's other stuff. Uh, do we have anything space left on here? Uh, there's FCC, but that's not space. Nope. That's funny, though. So. Uh-oh. You know. Zaji Pai is still the chairman of the, of the no, FCC? No, 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 he, 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 he basically was asked to step down as soon as and Biden. did he? Yes, yes, he did. Okay. What is he doing now? That's an excellent question. Probably went straight back to probably, what, Verizon? Still says he's the former chair of the FCC, partner at the private equity firm Searchlight Capital. So Rosenworcel is the acting FCC chair. Yes. Because she hasn't been confirmed yet. Nope. And it's still a 2-2 tie. Because the Senate can't do anything because Mitch McConnell is... 100% 100% dedicated to opposing the current administration or some bullshit like that. Yes, I mean, for goodness sakes, he, he didn't he vote, or no, he filibustered his own bill one time, right? Is that I what mean, he did? anything that would be positive for the Democrats. Yep. So, why is the filibuster still a thing? Because this is the cooling saucer part of the, uh, the, the uh, legislative branch. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what about the FCC? So, FCC, way back in 2017... Yep. You know, Net started... Neutrality. ...opened up the public commenting section of net neutrality. Which was immediately swarmed with bots. Yes. 20, 22 million comments were posted about net neutrality. Yeah, and people, like... Even in, in 2017, people immediately started finding, like, hey, all of these were posted from the same place, and they say exactly the same thing. Yes. So the New York State AG yeah. basically opened an investigation 
Good. Who, um, no surprise, was stonewalled by Ajit Pai. Yeah. So, um, basically, they had to work their way through the courts and get all the stuff there, and they finally released the report that out of the 22 million comments that were posted, nearly 18 million of them were fabricated. That's a lot. Yes. 18 of 22 million? Yes. Now, that's on both sides, though. Yes, yes. Be clear. There there was one one 19-year-old submitted 7.7 million pro-net neutrality comments under fake randomly generated names. One 19-year-old. I mean, he's probably got a job somewhere. Yep. So that that was the pro side, okay? Yeah. The against side had 8.5 million <laughs> fake comments um, against it. The, the, the problem with the other side is it wasn't just one guy working on his own. This was actually set up as an industry campaign run through Broadband for America. Coordinated. Coordinated and bankrolled by the ISPs. That can't be legal, right? That can't be legal. The problem is, is basically that the, there is no evidence that the IP, ISPs themselves had direct knowledge of the fraudulent behavior because they're just putting the money in. They don't, you know. Oh, my God. That's I like this. Of the non-fraudulent ones, the ones that were like actual people commenting, something like 98% of them were anti-net, uh, pro-net neutrality. Yes. Anti-repeal. Oh, my God. Yes. So while there were roughly equal supporting and opposing fake comments fraudulent yes the ag report said the broadband industry's campaign to generate fake comments opposing net neutrality was unique in that the campaign organizers ignored red flags of fraud and impersonation so when do we implement that again as soon as the fcc is into two to two yes pretty much who's the next person whose term is up on the fcc oh that's an excellent question one of the Democrats. FCC commissioners. There's got to be a Wikipedia page about that. FCC commission. Here we go. Commissioners. Okay. Uh, Jessica Rosenworcel, acting chairwoman. Term expires. Already did. Uh, mm-hmm. Extended time, because, of course, the government has that built in. Uh, January 3rd, 2022. Jeffrey Starks, the other Democratic commissioner, uh, term expires June 30th, 2022. He can hang on until January 3rd, 2024. Okay. Brendan Carr, who used to work for Ajit Pai, um, 2023 or 2025. And then Nathan Similton, the guy they rammed through in the 11th hour. Yeah, last second. Yep. Uh, 2024 to 2026. Great. So the Democrats. Yes. Both Democrats are the next ones who would be out. Yes. And, yeah, they have to do something <laughs> for Jessica Rosenworcel, um leaves January 3rd of next year. Yeah. Which they, they should really just bring uh, Mignon Clyburn back. That's what they should really do. <laughs> but they... They can't until the Senate confirms them. Yes. The Senate's not going to confirm because that's too powerful a thing. 
Well, n- no, you can still you can confirm at fifty one now. But they won't. Can you? Yeah, because the back in the Obama administration. Okay. Mitch McConnell was blocking everything, so Harry Reid basically said, "Look, in order to get anything done, we have to cut down the limit." So then, why haven't we confirmed people yet? We've been confirming people. We have fifty one votes, right? Yes, we have been confirming people. It's just taking time. This is an important thing. <laughs> Let's see. Current Senate confirmations. There's a lot. There, Yeah, there's a lot in the pipe here. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to. <laughs> there's a lot. <sighs> maybe, maybe, maybe in the midterms we'll, we'll swap out some more senators. But not 10. Not enough for a supermajority. Oh, right now it looks like he's trying to get the Department of Justice stuff nominations through first. Okay. So, and of course, important. Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz are just basically doing what the Democrats did to Trump's nominations and just throwing sand in the gears. This angers me. <laughs> this angers me greatly. Well, do you want to hear how the start of the Epic versus Apple lawsuit trial began? Will it anger me more? I don't think so. Okay, so, go for it. Um, the official trial, so we're done with discovery. We're done with all the yes. fact-finding and the subpoenas. And the, yes, like, yes, this so is the official trial started. And this is, again, just recapping. Epic Games has Fortnite on multiple platforms. Apple has a requirement that all financial transactions are handled by the Apple Store. Mm-hmm. So they can get their 30% cut. Epic built a financial transaction system into Fortnite, released it, and Apple removed them from the store. Epic sued immediately, like within hours, which meant the whole thing was staged and they knew it. They wanted Apple to pull them down so that they could sue. So what happened? So due to COVID um health reasons um (laughs) they they didn't allow you know people in the courtroom so they had a public call-in line to allow anyone (laughs) to dial in and listen to the court trial the problem was is the court didn't know how to properly mute everybody on the call (laughs) we've all been there right yep hey uh could whoever is making coffee mute yourself (laughs) oh my gosh okay so um i had to uh there was we were uh, the michigan department of health and human services was doing a conference call sort of presentation about something and um our news people were out so they called me up and like hey can you just pop into the studio i'll forward you the the contact info can you just you know record this so we can get the sound bites for the news the next day and i'm like sure no problem i don't know who th- it was funny it was the head of the uh, the um health and human services department for michigan so there was somebody on that conference call who was eating chips <laughs> and you have like the the head of the you know hss doing the doing the yeah trying to do a presentation about serious things about covid and a response to covid and the vaccines and all yeah and she literally just stopped and she's like all right she's like whoever is eating chips right now just knock it off 
no. Which, of course, you know, the, <laughs> the reporters just, you know, as their last question was like, so who was eating the chips? What, what flavor were they? You know, yeah, the important it, question. Yeah, it, it, was, it was somebody on her staff, but nobody was fessing up. Wasn't me. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't me. I, would, I don't know what it was. I don't know. It certainly wasn't Dorito Cool Ranch. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was, it was like chips. that. It was literally 20 minutes of just people screaming free Fortnite or bring back Fortnite or playing. Oh, we're back to the, the Epic vs. Apple yes. thing, not the no, HHS stuff. No, okay. no. That one was just a guy eating chips. <laughs> yeah. But this was, was people for like 20 minutes while they were struggling to mute everyone. Yes. Man, Fortnite Playing, playing music, chatting like, away, pimping their YouTube channels. That's my favorite one there. It's like, oh, shoot. Hey, Let- yo, you should check out my my stream on Twitch. It's Twitch TV slash something <laughs> or other. Uh, join my Patreon. If you want to get on my Discord, just ask us in the chat and we'll get you a, an invite link. Don't forget to like and subscribe and click that button. Oh, God. 20 minutes. I'm just like... Leave a comment. I feel That's bad because I'm guessing whoever was in this courtroom was like, okay, they finally, you know, got all this COVID stuff squared away and then this Epic versus Apple trial just... Falls, falls in their lap. I yeah. Who's the judge for this? Do we know? Uh, who is it? What? What? Yeah. What court is it into? Uh, Yvonne Gonzalez Rogers. No, I think it was a judge dumbfounded over Apple's X Cloud policy. <clears throat> huh. That's hmm. here we go. Yep, Yvonne yeah, Gonzalez that- Rogers. United States District Judge of the District Court of Northern District Northern of California. California. Which is where I'm, I'm sure where the suit is. Yeah. I mean, she brought up a good point just a couple of days ago because Apple is making the claim that, like, you know, all games have to be submitted independently. And she's like, but you don't require Netflix to submit shows independently. Oh, so that's what the what is a game thing that's going on around right now. Okay. Has to do with Apple's... Um, yeah, the gaming service. Yes. Their xCloud policy. Oh, okay, so this is kind of a corollary to the whole thing. Because Microsoft has a, a service called xCloud and wants to put that on iOS, and Apple's saying no, because you need to submit the games independently. And so the judge who's doing the epic versus apple case was like but wait a minute that's that's not like that you don't do that for uh movies right you don't do that for netflix apple told microsoft it would have to submit each xcloud game available on the platform as an individual app well that's gonna suck (laughs) i want to know more about this judge I'm I'm sure both Epic and Apple have done extensive background research on her. Wow. Please click below to join webinars. Interesting. Due to the level of interest of this case, 20CV05640YGR, this webpage has been created to provide case information and significant court orders and other documents to journalists and other interested members of the public, including audio access to the case. There it is. Somebody Link found the number. Exhibits and demonstratives about the case. Wow, there's a lot. Wow, there's a lot of there's a lot of documents. 
And well, this 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 could have for, some serious effects depending on how the thing plays out. Yep. Order denying Apple Incorporated motion for pre-trial sanctions. My my favorite bit that has come out of this is that um doesn't even actually relate to Apple, but between Epic and Sony. Because Sony with, yeah. would only allow crossplay functionality for Fortnite if it could charge Epic an additional royalty to offset the reduction in revenue. Um, no? Epic agreed. Really? Yes. So Epic was paying Sony money in order to get Epic or to get Fortnite on the PlayStation. Interesting. I mean, but doesn't that happen anyway? That's a licensing fee. Yeah, but no, but because, you know, you're opening it up to you know, people who wouldn't, you know, might have bought it on PlayStation rather than not. So, yeah, no, Epic was paying fees to enable crossplay on the PlayStation version. Okay. And Tim Sweeney confirmed in court that Sony is the only platform that actually asks for crossplay compensation. I mean, I, I imagine the other platforms will start asking. Now, now that, wait, wait, goes, Sony's doing what? Yeah, wait, we can, wait, we can do that? <laughs> What? Shoot. We've been doing this for how long? Okay. In Epic v. Apple, everybody's losing the game of defining games. Yeah, this is where it comes here. It's like, well, wait a second. What is a game? Is Roblox a game? Because technically, that's Roblox considered a game. Roblox is a platform. Yes. Roblox should not be, because I've played Roblox. Have you played Roblox? I, I've, I've unfortunately watched Ryan play Roblox. Who is Ryan? Oh. I don't never mind. I don't want to know. <laughs> I know where that's going. Yeah. I'm fine without knowing who Ryan is. Okay, good. <sighs> but yeah, Roblox isn't a game. It's a platform. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's 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 interesting what's going on there right now. Right. So um we'll, we'll keep you in the loop. Well, it, it, yeah, and I mean at least the trials like actually happening yes unlike the one with um google actually wanted to have their uh trial with epic uh delayed till october of next year i think i mean may as well see what happens with the apple case first yeah yeah let's see what happens with the apple case first and then we'll uh uh but google has requested that the courts not connect it to their case so they want it to be a whole separate thing i mean Sure, but once the Epic v. Apple case is settled, like, that's... That's precedent right there. That's precedent. <laughs> so, we'll, uh, we'll see. All right, we, we, should, we should probably hit a couple topics, because we're already at that point. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Zynga just bought Chartboost for $250 million in cash. They bought what? Chartboost? An ad- chart boost. A mobile advertising and monetize monetize monetization platform. Okay. What where is Zynga getting cash? That is an excellent question because they're um they have had their highest quarterly revenue ever with six hundred and eighty million dollars, but um it has posted a shortfall of twenty three million dollars, which is an improvement. On the fifty million dollars it lost last or or well, they are hemorrhaging money. Yeah. 
So again, where are they getting this cash? Well, they like I said, their their revenue for the quarter for the quarter yeah was six hundred and eighty million dollars. Okay, so buying buying somebody for two hundred and fifty million, the, uh-huh. the money technically is coming in. The problem is, yep. it's not. It's <laughs> they're losing a lot too. Yeah, they're losing a lot too. Yes, they're nuts. First quarter of 2020 was a loss of $104 million in a quarter. Oh, my goodness. What is going wrong where you're... Oof, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. It's What's what's their stock at, by the way? Zynga? I don't know. 10.99. It is actually very high. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? It's been going up steadily over the last several years. I see that, but why? <laughs> Where is their money coming from? Analyst get- says Zynga's move towards mobile ads is a game changer. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're. Uh, it's like somebody who went out to California, actually hit gold. And then decided, you know what? Let's let's sell equipment to everybody else. It's like, wait a second, you already have your money. Granted, I don't know what they're doing with it because they don't seem to actually have any on hand. I mean, when's the last time you heard of someone playing Farmville? Well, it's not Farmville anymore. It's uh, it's what Zynga Poker was a big one. They made Words with Friends. Oh yeah, Words with Friends. Yep. But like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. What else? Uh, let's see what else we got. New Windows oh. icons coming out. Yeah, Gamescom. We said it was going to yeah. go hybrid. Now switching back to entirely online. Oh, really? Yes. As so, is E3 from the looks of it. Yes. E3, E3 has said that they were going to go digital. Back in March, Gamescom said, hey, we're going to go hybrid mode. That did not last long. Mid- mid-March to... A uh, month, month and a half. It lasted a month and a half. Now they're back to um, entirely digital. So there you go. Guys, we're not out of the pandemic yet. Nope. Like just, just talk legit. to anybody. Just talk to anybody in India. <laughs> there's, there's still a global pandemic. The U.S. is very far ahead in uh, vaccinations, but there's still a global pandemic. Although, did you see, uh, this isn't a topic that we have, it's probably one we, we should have mentioned. Did you see that um, the Biden administration just basically put the kibosh on the patents for the vaccine? Yeah, because they want to get more uh, production going. Yeah, that's huge, right? Even if it's a temporary strike down of the patent to be like, hey, you can't charge people to make this. That's enormous. Oh, yeah. Question is, is that where the bottleneck was? I mean, oh, sorry. My puppy is asleep. I don't know if you heard that or not. I heard something. I didn't know what it was. Oh, I I'm going to wake you up because I can't have you barking during recording. <laughs> He's like, what? Huh? I was asleep. Uh, what happened? Yeah, I mean, it. it I was chasing you something. You know, we'll see. It might move the bottleneck more than anything else. Right. But at least we'll get to see. Yeah. Uh, all right. Should we hit the random? 
Uh, one last thing, uh, because it was World Password Day earlier this week. So Google announced that they're going to start automatically enabling two-factor authentication for people if they have an Android phone. Cool. Good for Google. Yeah. So I was like, sweet. I'm I'm because we we said at work my one my uh the, my boss when I was still on the IT side of things was like you know what we can, we can suggest two factor authentication but you know there's something yeah, where they can't, can't make people take it yeah well Google is going to uh, <laughs> for what it's going to Google probably can't make them take it either but it's going to have it on by default yes there's a big difference there that's true yes yes they could disable it yeah. But still, turning it on by default, sweet. It's going to be more normalized. Yeah. When I did my presentation for the Torch Club, I'm like, look, if there's like one thing that you can take away from this, two-factor authentication. It's the easiest thing. Just do it. Just do it. And I can tell you, man, my Google Authenticator now. Yeah. 14, 14 websites I've got set up through my Authenticator now. Wow. Man, I've only got like three. Mm-hmm. 14? 14. That's a lot. Yep. Well, I want to, you know, keep myself protected. So that's what I got to do. Yep. All right. Should we hit the randoms? Probably. Yeah, probably should. Random, ta- no, random review. Yes. That, that comes first. Yes, it does. My review. First. Okay. I am not drinking Spindrift. <laughs> Was that a spit take? Uh, yeah, it was me trying to do a spit take, but my uh, my spindrift was actually empty. <laughs> my mine is not empty because it's not a spindrift, and I've been slowly nursing it because, well, I decided to cave in. Uh, Andy and I have this tendency of sending pictures to each other with very little context. <laughs> yeah, we do, don't we? Lately, it's just been a lot of food, like we'll. We'll both be cooking, and so we'll just send a picture of the thing that we're cooking. Uh, and, and just no context around it. Just like, here's a picture of, like, a plate of stuff. Or if we're out shopping, we'll be like, ah, that's a really weird thing, and take a picture of it and send it to the other person. Um, and so I was out shopping a couple months ago, and I, Andy and I had been talking about sparkling water, and I, I sent him a picture of some stuff I found. I found Jelly Belly Sparkling Water. And I sent it to Andy going like, who in their right mind would think that this is a good idea? Like, who at the Jelly Belly factory uh, decided that we should license out a sparkling water? And I did just check. Uh, it's, it is licensed because it is distributed by the Joffer Beverage Company. Copyright Jelly Belly Candy. Um, it's not good. It, it does not taste good. The box is all like, it tastes like the candy. No sugar, no sweetener, no calories. I'm like, it's water. It's water with flavoring. Ingredients, carbonated water, natural flavor. It, I got the watermelon one, which was my favorite Jelly Belly. Like, I love, second favorite. It was in my top five. Comfy in my top five. They don't make my favorite Jelly Belly flavor anymore. Oh. There used to be a Jelly Belly flavor called Ice Blue Mint. Mm, I loved that one. They don't make it. They stopped making it a long time ago. Watermelon was always pretty high up there, though. Like, that was, that was good. It was tasty. 
And so I got the watermelon sparkling water jelly belly. It tastes neither like watermelon nor like watermelon jelly bellies. I don't know what it tastes like. <laughs> it's not good. Okay. I mean, as as sparkling water goes, like flavored sparkling water, it's not it's not terrible. But if you're expecting a watermelon jelly belly experience or even just a watermelon experience, you are in for a sad time. I'm well, I'm sorry that you uh you had to go through that. Yeah, and I have Eight more cans to go. Eight more cans to go. Jeez. I do not recommend purchasing this. I do recommend being friends with Andy and getting random pictures. I like our our pictures with zero context thing. Well, I'll I'll if I see something, I'll send it to you. I should just send you every picture I take because I take some really weird pictures for work. No, you do not need to send me every picture you take, Andy. All right. And speaking of random pictures, and now I'm just going through my 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 photo reel. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Why did I take a picture of my thumb?" Oh yeah, that's because I was keeping track of how long my thumbnail grows because I had I had jammed a screwdriver in it on like either December 30th or the 31st. Ouch! Yeah, broke through the nail. So there was a big gaping hole in the middle of my thumb for a while. So um, I was keeping track of the thumbnail growth. Ah, and the last little bit that was, you know, down at the cuticle, you know, back on January 1st is finally reached the end of my thumb. I know this has nothing to do with your random review. Nope. But there you go. So, yeah, nope. I'm like we've talked about before. I'm I'm trying. (laughs) I'm trying to entirely right turn. With what I was planning on doing, so now I don't even know. Can I even get that over here? Jelly Belly sparkling water. Can I even buy that here? Let's see. Well, I can buy it online. That's not helpful. Nope. Not paying sixteen bucks for a case. Nope. Filter by brands. Okay. Let's see. Where is this? Nope. Oh, they're sports beans. Their sports beans are actually pretty good. I've had those during races. Somebody gave me a pack during the uh, Detroit Marathon. And it was like, you know what? Sports beans? Yeah. Okay. Well, they kind of just take, like, the stuff that's in goo. G-U. Goo. I Um, don't know what that is. Oh. It sounds disgusting, but I don't know what it is. Basically, goo is kind of like if somebody took what's in Gatorade that, you know, makes it, you know, helpful for replenishing stuff. And basically boiled it down to be kind of like a paste. And then, yeah, sports beans are kind of like taking that and putting it in a jelly bean. That's they even, gross. They even have jelly that, beans that are um, have uh, caffeine in them, too. That sounds absolutely gross. Oh, they're so Not the caffeine good. part, but... They're so good. Okay. Yeah, I, I had to pick them up, you know, it was... That was one of the things I was like, man, I really... And then I saw somebody, you know, for sale. I'm one of the things I'm like, well, shoot, I'm getting a couple of these bags. Because the the goo, I was fine with until the one time where I accidentally basically, like, inhaled it while running. Yeah, and so it kind of threw me off. That doesn't sound pleasant. No, it, you know, yeah, almost hurling during the middle of the race. That that, that throws you, that throws your whole game off. (laughs) 
that, that throws that throws the rest of the race out the window. It's just <laughs> like oh, I almost threw up. Yep. I got, I had to stop and like try not to you know hurl. So then I'm like I got to try something else and they had these sports beans. I'm like, well these work because I can you know I can just pop so one in and so gross. I, I'll I'll get you a pack. Okay. I mean the goo sounds way more gross. Yes. Yes. No, that beans. goo is definitely yeah. Do I have Dave's address in my Amazon? No, not sports bras, sports beans. Very different things. Yes. Yes. Although I believe that does bring us rather nicely into our random topic. Yes, random topic, rolled ahead of time. As a man, do you own sexy underwear? No. I I, I know this because I said aloud the random topic before we started uh, and Laura looked at me and just shook her head. (laughs) So, no. No, I do not. (laughs) I get to see her, like, reading, reading, reading a Kindle. She's she's reading there, just glance up and just slight shake of the head. shakes her head. Slight shake of the head, back and forth. Just, nope. Right back to the Kindle. Yep. That that is... Almost exactly what happened. Now, but the other question is, do, do you think any of your underwear is sexy? That's the other flip side of this. I think any of my underwear is sexy. Well, I, we haven't heard anything from you, Andy. <laughs> do you have oh, any sexy underwear? I was trying. I was trying to see how long I could hold it away from me. It's like, okay, Dave brought it up right away. Let's see if I can just keep poking at that. Oh, missed it by that much. Yeah. Uh, I will say yes. I have underwear that I feel sexy in. Okay. Now, I I don't have Kate here. She's already upstairs sleeping. Um, So I I could ask her at a later date if she thinks any of my underwear is sexy. I, I, hey, and that's what counts. You know, it's what's, what's, it's what's inside that counts. It's, it's what makes you feel sexy. Yes, it's what makes you feel you. I feel like that's one of my things that I've learned on Noon, <clears throat> supposedly. All right. Well, so, then. yes, that, that will be my answer. Now, the question is, is how often do I wear those? Ooh. I mean, tomorrow's Mother's Day. <laughs> well, technically, today is. Sure. Gonna wear it? I don't know. Most of the time, I'm just at. I'm at this point right now where you know I'm gonna get maybe less than six hours of sleep. So it, it's it, my 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 well, process. Well, on the plus side, that means you don't need to worry about the color temperature of your monitor. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Bringing it full circle. On that note, um, I'm gonna try and go to sleep. So uh, oh, go to sleep, Andy. That, that, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.